0: Jazz Draft! It happened! They did it! They picked three players, Taylor Hendricks, Keontae George, Bryce Sensabaugh, all in the first round, and you're going to hear from Sensabaugh's college coach, Chris Holtman, here on the podcast. It's Round Ball Roundup on utahjazz.com. I'm J.P. Chunga on the Utah Jazz Podcast Network, presented by First Colony Mortgage, the official mortgage lender of the Utah Jazz— and MLS number three one one two equal housing lender. The plan is to get all the college coaches on: Scott Drew, Johnny Dawkins, Chris Holtman. Give you a scout of their games, how they were as practice players. Because for me, I'm not allowed to watch Ohio State men's basketball tape on YouTube. That's not something that they publish. So I'm going to ask these guys, these coaches, as they've seen them in intimate settings, they've recruited them for a while. Going back to AAU in high school, they've been tracking these players for a longer time. And so I want you to hear from their perspectives about how they got to this point. So that's the plan. I'm coming off of a crazy night. And I hope you are too. Because I joined the Utah Jazz live stream. If you're a real sicko, I think you're the good kind of sicko because you're listening to this podcast, you can watch the live stream in its entirety, online on the Utah Jazz's YouTube page. And it's worth it, because I was at the ZBC talking to Ryan Smith, Danny Ainge, Justin Zanick, Will Hardy, Bart Taylor, all about this draft. So if you were at the party, and you were just watching the ESPN feed, and you want to get a little bit more background from Will Hardy on these players or Ryan Smith and the way that he sees the collaboration of Danny Ainge and Justin Zanuck, check out the live stream. Ross sickos at this point. So let's just dive further into it. As far as the picks, I can't believe how the Jazz managed this. This is a huge moment for this team in the way that they're going to rebuild this roster after the last iteration. 3 picks in the first round it's pivotal to nail these and i make the joke love the fit good match of player and scheme but if they didn't get taylor hendricks at 9 and for some reason bilal koulabali the french dude who vaulted up draft boards and they picked him i wouldn't be this positive about it because he's a huge swing he's a home run swing he could be really, really good, or he could be the opposite. And that's the risk you take going into it. But as far as the guys that they got, they've all shown really good indicators that they could get things done. And I know Hendricks and George, they valued them as top 10 guys. I said on the podcast a couple a couple back that George was somebody that I wouldn't be surprised if he went in the lottery. Now, he's a tough evaluation, but I could have seen him jumping up because of the skills that he has. He has one of the most difficult things that you can do in the NBA, and that's score buckets, and he does that. But Taylor Hendricks, the number nine pick in the NBA draft, the first player drafted in UCF history, his floor is really high because he has skills that are directly translatable to the NBA. He is a stretch for... If you play him alongside Walker Kessler, they are both going to protect the rim at a high, high level. And the good thing about Taylor Hendricks and coming on this team is that he's not coming into a situation where he's going to be relied upon to take and create shots. Because I don't think that's the best part of his game. He needs to create that. It's a lot of catch and shoot, but he's not going to be at the end of a shot clock relied upon to put the ball in the hole. He's a multi-positional defender. He doesn't give up. I watched him against Houston, and the chase down blocks, that second effort, not giving up, huge, huge for him. He, in my opinion, was the best case scenario of the realistic scenarios at nine for Utah. While I was at the ZBBC, Ryan Smith, I caught him on the phone with Taylor Hendricks. And I asked him about that life-changing phone call that he made to him.
1: I ended up sitting down next to him and having, you know, a half-hour conversation about organization, about life, about Utah, what life would be in Utah, how we roll, and um, just getting him prepped on that. I, I actually have everyone who came in for a workout. I talked to Taylor more than everyone, and he's just a good kid. He w- he was responding. He was engaging. He was he was back. He was asking questions. He was curious. And so when I was able to call him, he was like, dude, you were the last workout. We had that long conversation. Can you believe we're here? And he's like, I love the hat. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, he loved his jazz hat that he put on, and it looked good.
0: Four-star to a lottery pick. He's going to be good. Then they went Keontae George at 16, scorer who takes long shots. The concern is the inefficiency. He only shot 33% from three. He played off the ball more at the beginning of the season, then played on it. I watched him against Kansas State. They allowed him to facilitate. You can tell it didn't come naturally to him, but he did score. He knows how to get to the free throw line. He knows how to create his own shot. He has range. And so for a five-star recruit out of Baylor, big goals was probably going to be a one-and-done at the beginning of the year. He accomplished it as a 16th overall pick. And his head coach, Will Hardy, described his game to me last night.
1: Keontae has a uh, a really good swagger about him. He's got a good confidence in his game, Uh, offensively very, very talented, Um, can score in a variety of ways. He's a guy that can really play pick and roll. Um, You know, our league is definitely a league where you need people that can create shots, not for just themselves, but for others. And so that's going to be something that, you know, we're looking to build with him moving forward.
0: He creates, he can have an even higher ceiling on himself. But as far as a scorer, very prolific in that type. Then finally, at 28, Bryce Sensabaugh out of Ohio State. You know, he actually played AAU ball, or rather it was the Nike EYBL with Taylor Hendricks, and he was the higher of the recruits on that team, him and Dylan Mitchell, who went to Texas. Sensabaugh probably more deliberate than Keontae George. He dealt with a knee injury towards the end of the season, so it led to some funky box scores, but he can score as well. There is no question he can shoot it. Ohio State wasn't a good team defensively, so Bryce Sensibaugh didn't show great things defensively. He's going to have to improve on that aspect of his game. But scoring... Mid-range shot-making, tough shot-making, that's what he provides. And don't trust me. Trust his coach, Chris Holtman, head coach of Ohio State. Five stars. Nice reviews. That's all I ask of you. Let others know that you're listening to the podcast. It's called Round Ball Roundup. Before I get to Holt, not to throw cold water on the proceedings, but as exciting as last night was, having realistic expectations for these guys, realizing rookies can have varying impacts. You're not going to get a Walker Kessler, an Ochai Abaji every single draft. These guys are 19-year-olds. They're younger than last year's group. Walker was in college for two years. Ochai Abaji was there for four. It's very different from when Big T was getting drafted in the 80s where players stayed longer in college. You're projecting what this guy would have been as a senior as a freshman what his development curve is going to be and it's not always linear so are these guys going to be impact players day 1 are they going to challenge Victor Wembanyama for the rookie of the year maybe not but as far as the first pieces the first draft picks in the bevy of draft picks that the jazz have in the start of the off season that has plenty of cap space the jazz have upwards of 40 million of cap space available to them. They could re-sign Jordan. They could absorb salaries to get more draft picks by trading players. This offseason is just getting started, and I'll dive into more of that offseason at another time. Today's all about the draft and the draft picks, and starting off with Bryce Sensabae of Ohio State, catching up with his coach, Chris Holtman, the type of practice player he is, the type of person that the Jazz are getting. Please enjoy Chris Holtman on Round Ball Roundup on utahjazz.com. When it comes time to move, it's always a hassle. Loading everything in the truck, hoping the priceless antique from your mother doesn't break, and trying to juggle the kids and dog in the middle of it all is enough to drive anyone crazy. But it doesn't have to be that way. The friendly, background-checked movers at Bailey's Moving and Storage have the expertise to move your family across town or even around the world. So when it's time to move, think Bailey's Moving and Storage. Call today at 801-218-2640 or check them out online at baileysallied.com.
1: Bryce, uh, Bryce played AAU with with a, a young man that we had committed, uh, Bruce Thornton, a really good point guard. And uh, so we were watching that team. And then, uh, as you mentioned, there was some family connection um, to Ohio. And uh, Bryce kind of uh, grew up uh, watching uh, Ohio State. Uh, but it ended up being, as you'd expect, uh, you know, a really difficult uh recruitment there with between a, a, a couple schools and uh we were thrilled when he committed obviously had a he had a tremendous freshman year
0: how does he stand out on a really stacked aau team he's around so many good players what makes him the guy that you want to target and and bring alongside bruce thornton who you already had committed
1: well, you know, you're right. It was an outstanding team. You know, it was an outstanding team. It was uh, Taylor Hendricks, as we talked about. It was Bryce, uh, Bruce, who was uh, the point guard, and kind of the uh, lifeblood of the, the 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 team. Dylan Mitchell, who's at Texas now. It's just a tremendous uh, AAU team, uh, tremendous AAU team. And um, good coaches, good, you know, just a good, a good situation. So... You know, we we um, we felt like you know Bryce had the ability just naturally. You know, he was born to score. He is just wired to score the ball. He always has been, and um, uh, we loved his ability and his confidence. Um, when we watched him play at we just felt like he had a, the confidence of an elite scorer, and um, that was one of the things we loved about him. And obviously, I was a tremendous shooter and. And, but he's more than that. He's, he's just a guy that can uh, effortlessly almost score the ball.
0: And that clearly translated to the college level. Uh, what kind of practice player was he like when the lights aren't on, the games aren't being shown? It's not like we can look up YouTube clips of his practice. What kind of practice player was Bryce Sensibaugh?
1: Bryce is a, he's a really good worker. Like he, he loves playing, cares about the game. Um, knows that there are areas that he has to improve on and you know is focused on that intentional by getting better in those areas and he'll be that as an nba player he understands he's a he's a continual work and um he's already got some translatable skills right now uh, in terms of being an nba player with his ability to score the ball but he came to work every day you know one of those kids it was never so never late to any anything, always on time, where he needed to be prepared, um, and that's uh, that's what you're going to see.
0: What stands out about his one on one game that clearly scouts and NBA teams loved with his scoring ability, but what stood out to you identifying that?
1: I I think he's he's the best isolation player. Uh, that I've coached, ability to kind of get his own shot, get to his spot, raise up. Um, he's the most gifted scorer I've coached at that age and had a tremendous freshman the year prior. Malachi Brandon was with the San Antonio Spurs, who was gifted in so many areas as well. Malachi's going to have a tremendous NBA career. Um, their games were different. E.J. Liddell trem- is going to be really good with New Orleans as well um price just has a natural you know with his frame at six six um but I, I think um he, he's he's in as good as you know I've seen it at that age in, in isolation situations um and uh, you know we we threw him in those situations pretty early and put him in positions early in you good teams to see if he could perform in those situations, and he he often did.
0: Now, let me tell you about First Colony Mortgage. They've been serving the lending needs of Utah for more than 35 years. As a mortgage banker, First Colony Mortgage offers advantages over other lenders. Not only do they process mortgages, they also underwrite, fund, and close mortgage loans all in-house. Their expert team is ready to help you with your home financing needs. Just check them out. First Colony Mortgage, the official mortgage lender of the Utah Jazz. Plus 19 right now. You're putting a lot on a guy to be a leading scorer, to, to carry yeah. the weight of a program and be the lead guy. And sure, the results during the season didn't bear out, but that conference tournament run had to be good for you guys, even though he didn't play at the end.
1: Yeah, no, we were really playing well at the end of the year. We really we struggled. We I've been here six years. We struggled the most we've ever struggled this year. We were just too young in spots, and it was probably too much on our young guy. Uh, to be honest with you. Um, it just, it was too much, too much for him. Um, but they handled it with, you know, maturity and a composure to him. And then obviously we performed the best. Uh, we played all year the last five weeks of the season. And, and Bryce was an instrumental part of us, you know, really playing well and going five and two down the stretch and making a, a, bit, a big 10 tournament run. Even though he got injured there, uh in the late in the aisle, um, he was an important part of that closing stretch of performing better. But there's no question, you know, I think he will learn. and He went through we, – we all went through a difficult season. I think there's a lot of good things you can take from that. He persevered and I think played his best uh, basketball in the last uh, really uh, four, five, six weeks of the season.
0: Is there a standout moment for you during the season where you s- thought to yourself – this guy looks like an NBA player, could be uh, someone who could make that uh, trick, one and done.
1: You know, I think there's a couple we played Maui. Um in Maui, he played really, really well against Cincinnati. We we got them pretty good. He was he was uh, an outstanding and just offensive player in that game and really did some good things rebounding. Them. Our North Carolina game, he really performed well in that, really efficient. Again, rebounded the ball well. In that one, um, but again, he had some moments. He had some really highlight plays. He had a tremendous dunk against Illinois at home uh, when we beat them. Illinois had a, was a, had a good team, and he had a tremendous dunk in transition uh, that was uh, one of those moments like, okay, this is uh, a really special play. Uh, from a young man so yeah he had, he had a few of those moments obviously we would have loved to have been more successful but he had, he had some moments there that were really fun
0: that CBS college classic game against North Carolina where he's hitting shots over leaky black one of the best defenders yeah. in college basketball I look at that and I say that could translate his his 1v1 scoring ability and hitting big shots that that can carry him at this level
1: yeah, it's for sure. You know, and I think, as I said, you know, we realized early in isolation situations, uh, he can be really effective because of his frame, his elite touch, his ability to get to spots. And we saw that against Leakey Black and against Carolina late. We didn't him out. We just ran a bit of an isolation form around the elbow area. He's going to, you know, that NBA teams uh, will run a variation of where they're going to put their best score in those positions and, Try to give him space to make the right read. He made the right read and scored it. Uh, so uh, he's really, really good situations.
0: What improvements can he make on the defensive end? Oh, I listen,
1: I think he's a 19-year-old kid, so uh, a ton of improvement. Um, he has physical tools uh, to grow in that area, and his, his details improved as the season went on. Uh, he knows that he needs to uh, continue to grow as every young player. This is not unique just to him. Most every young player needs to perform, needs to improve in certain areas. And it just so happens that his is, is on the defensive end. But uh, he, he will. I, I have no doubt he'll get better in that area and continue to grow and improve. I have no doubt about that.
0: What sense of pride do you have in seeing him drafted along with the other guys that you've coached as well? Malachi Branham. I even go back to seeing what Mike Conley did here as an Ohio State guy. Not that you coached him, but the brand and the mm. caliber of player that comes out of that school.
1: Well, Mike's, Mike's had an unbelievable career in the NBA and uh, you know, was another kid that you know, wasn't necessarily when he came out of high school expected to be a one-and-done, and that was certainly the case for Bryce. You know, Mike, people didn't think Mike was going to be a one-and-done. Uh, and and he obviously had a tremendous NBA career and uh, is a tremendous person, got a beautiful family. I think Bryce, um, you know, a lot, a lot of pride, you know. Um, E.J. Liddell, uh, Malachi Branham were two just tr- tremendous Tremendous uh, players and people uh, last year to have another young man, Bryce, who's just beginning this journey. I'm really happy for him, um, his mom and dad, Bright and Kisa, uh, to be able to just kind of, exp- you know, uh, start this journey as a professional player. It's a it's a dream come true, and he's a part of a great organization, no question. I think he's a part of a great organization. Um, and I'm really excited about him. You know, the Jazz got a really, really good uh, kid, a great kid. Uh, They got an excellent um, offensive talent who's only going to get better. Um, It's an exciting time for him, and I I believe a really exciting time for
0: the Jazz. The coach of Bryce Sensabaugh, the Jazz's 28th pick in the NBA draft, Chris Holtman, on Roundball roundup on utahjazz.com. Coach, thank you so much for taking the time.
1: My pleasure. Great talking with you.